0: The following podcast is rated 18-plus for mature themes. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of The Roundtable, an 18-plus podcast talking about the culture and history of the fat Fur and inflation per community. I'm your host with the most, a nerd with the word, Loco K.O. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Wow. Wow, okay, uh, hi. Today is, if I'm posting this on the right day, it is November 19th, 2023, and I just have to say thank you all for the support on last episode. Jeez, you guys really, really liked last episode. Um, (laughs) it it was honestly just such a glorious thing to see so many positive reactions, positive responses to, frankly, a show that I'm not trying to make about me. The show here that we do on the Roundtable podcast, it's it's never been about me, personally. I've always wanted to do it because of the other people that I get to interview, um, but so many of you have had some wonderful things to say about the show, and I thought, why not quickly just give some love back by talking about some of these wonderful wonderful comments uh let's see here so one person i think yeah so jf jfiera creator said uh that was a pretty fun podcast and i'm glad you're able to connect with a great and talented round for artist uh yeah it was it's very nice to have just <laughs> This ability to connect with these creators, I really, I really enjoy the ability that, you know, these people want to come on and talk on the show. Um, Chloro Fluff said this is an, uh, was an amazing podcast. Listened to it all the way through. Um, there were some other things about the person last episode, uh, and they wanted me to keep up the work. I really, really appreciate the comments there. But those were the uh, the more small comments compared to the big one. Uh, someone DM'd me a heartfelt thank you. Basically, for re- me running my show, uh, and I wanted to pull it up because it was really, really nice. Um, from, should I say their name? DNA De-n- Raptor? DNA Raptor. Uh, they said, hey, just wanted to send this as a personal thank you for making the podcast. It really made my day today and yesterday. Hearing someone talk about shit I li- uh, liked and used to hate myself for liking really validates my experiences and interests. Like your show is incredibly empowering, and I hope you keep going strong. I'd love to talk about fat Inflation inflationship with you. Sometimes I'm really talkative. I highly appreciate the the wonderful responses you guys are giving to the show, but I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that before we get into a small little segment. Um, I feel it's easier if I just read off the response I gave to this person. Because it really, I guess, culminates the big thoughts in my mind about people who are giving me all this praise. Because personally, I don't think I deserve all this praise. So I wanted to read off this little message. I said, thanks for the message. I won't lie, it's hard for me to really appreciate the love and support people like you give me, uh, give to me in the show. I almost feel a sort of disconnect in a way. I don't really make the show about me, it's all about the people I bring on. I mentioned it in my server, but I'll kind of copy-paste it here. you ever come across an abandoned artist account, or find a really cool piece of art yet no origin for who created it? One day, you, one day, and you never know when, an artist you love will make their last post. Maybe it's because they can't handle their audience, maybe they have new opportunities, or maybe something bad happens. The podcast name is an homage to The Roundhouse, a now-defunct website from the early 2000s which hosted tons of fat an inflation art. The idea of archiving the past and expressing the love of fat for slash inflation for culture is what drives me to make this podcast happen. I run this podcast because it means people get to speak up about who they are and what they do. If they need a place to express their love for, for this work and culture, then I'm more happy to give them a platform. Um, no real change to that message I've made there, but that that's just kind of generally how I feel. I don't feel as if this podcast should ever be about me. This podcast barely is about me. It's about all the people that I bring on. So I just want to let you all know, while I highly, heavily appreciate all the support that this podcast is giving, I want to make sure we give it to the right people as well. Make sure whenever you're listening to these podcasts, the people that come on to them, they deserve the love, respect, and admiration that is being given to this podcast, because they're the ones who basically made this podcast a reality. If these artists, these creators, these writers, all these things, if they did not exist, this podcast wouldn't exist. They are the reason I'm creating this podcast, and I want to show them the love and support they deserve. So, moving to a little small segment here before I get to the big part of today's episode, I had a question for you all. It was a <laughs> it was a one that didn't get too many responses, uh but more in the <laughs> more in the sense that it was a one-sided response. <laughs> um I said, "All right, Roundtable Podcast fans, time to settle something for good. Who would win in a fight? Fat furs or inflation furs?" So, <laughs> not many people responded. But it seems, as you will listen going further on, it was kind of one-sided. So, first person, I'm gonna do, uh, Mastodon first. Uh, at blimps.xyz said, Depends on the fight. To see who's more swell, maybe inflation, just because of how readily we can add on, often to pretty immense degrees and fast. So that's one point in, a uh, inflation-first side. Um, (laughs) I actually kind of agree there because, uh, you know what, I'll save it because it's going to become important later when you see how many people disagree. (laughs) So, uh, King of Red Lines at gulp.cafe says, fat furs would win. My mind immediately goes to a very bloated, air uh, inflated fur when I think of inflation furs. One solid hit and they get KO'd like a balloon flying around deflating. Yeah, a lot of people kind of said something similar. Um, over on Twitter or X, I guess, Gay Dog with a blog just replied with me when I have a, f- a fight against an inflation fur, and they just showed an image of a little pin. <laughs> it's just like a sewing needle. I love that. Um, let's see the next person. Behemoth underscore Z said, depending on the subject matter and themes, I want to say fat fur. Ultimately, when it comes to inflation, the OC that's inflated will eventually pop, should it be possible fat can still have mobility in their arms and hands, even if they're immobile from the from the excess eating. Even if the inflated OC couldn't pop, they would, wouldn't be able to have any mobility whatsoever, maybe with the exception of their hands and feet. A good example is berry inflation. I see where you're coming from. Uh, counterpoint. There are more things to incapacitate a fat fur compared to an inflation fur um wow a lot less than i thought um but the last person that was on uh social media interest because i can't seem to find the post on my discord but the last person on twitter said uh from curse singing 93 said as a fan of kung fu panda i would say that fatties would always win and they give an image by Satsuro, I don't recognize the artist unfortunately, Uh, but it's a big uh, Street Fighter character pummeling a tiny skinny dude. Uh, But yeah, overall it seems like people tend to favor fat furs over inflation furs when it comes to who would win in a fight. Now, again, I will re-emphasize what I said earlier, and that was the big point, was there are more things to incapacitate A fat fur versus an inflation fur. Really just think about it. Sure, an inflation fur can't move when they're blimped. But it becomes harder and harder to move for a fat fur. I mean, you can still kind of wiggle your arms as an inflation fur. But like, what you're going to do when gravity hits you as a fat fur? And also, how many things can you eat that'll make you fat versus how many things can make you big as an inflation fur? I'm just saying. There's more things that are going to... Yes, the inflation for inflation things, there's more consistency and it's more powerful. Maybe air, blueberry, water, slime, whatever you want to say. There's plenty of those things and they're probably more powerful or consistent. But you have a whole plethora of food, a whole plethora of like weight and size issues to come with being a fat first. So I don't know. I mean, It could be a 50-50 thing. Maybe I'll leave this open for a future episode where we'll come back and see, like, what people would uh, do in certain circumstances, how much they would have to struggle or compete. I I would love to see that, but... I, I think I've talked a little bit long here on this segment as I want to pause here and move on to main segment of today. So, throughout this podcast, I have only really dealt with half of the particular audience I've wanted to build. You could say it's been a lot more of a one-sided heavy experience. But that's why I wanted to kind of uh, look into the other side of things that I haven't given much attention to. And with that, I bring on a particular guest. Why don't I allow them the opportunity to say hello?
0: Yeah, might as well. G'day there, I'm Doomfire, a big red dragon from the internet. As mainly a lot of folks likely know, I mainly write and uh, dabble in making uh, 3D worlds for VR programs like Chillout.
1: Nice, nice. So, you've been around with the uh, inflation for a community for a while, I'm assuming.
0: Around is definitely a good way of putting it, yep.
1: <laughs>
0: you're right, you're right.
1: Uh, so, could you tell us a bit of your history with it?
0: I got my start uh, a lot of years back now through all manner of different contacts I made in the uh, Dragon and other kin communities, which is kind of where I got my initial start. Mm-hmm. And uh, those people kind of introduced me to other things and interests, and then I started meeting the furry fandom, and uh, yeah, that kind of just led me down the path to all things big and round.
1: Gotcha. So, it you didn't specifically start with furries, it was more uh, just specifically dragons? Yeah, I
0: got my start in a dragon and other kin community called Alt Fan Dragon. As far as uh, furry adjacent things are
1: concerned. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding, you've been around for quite a while within these communities.
0: Yeah. I was in the Alt Fan Dragon and a few other things before that, like in the late 90s. And then uh, I kind of got into furry around uh, like 98, 99.
1: Gotcha. Was there a particular thing that? Like once you got into the furry space, uh, something that you could say first got you interested with inflation content.
0: I've honestly been a fan with stuff like that pretty much since I was a kid. Like I mm-hmm. always remember just you know seeing that in cartoons or commercials or movies and going, oh, that's interesting, and it just uh, clicked. So it's mm-hmm. pretty much been there since uh, I was quite young.
1: I got you. Um. So like it's. It's just been a general. There, you don't think there was like ever like kind of a switch that you went like, oh, I kind of small like this into. Oh yeah, I really, I really want this to be a bigger part of my life.
0: Yeah, it's been there for the longest time. You know, just as a general interest. But when I was in my teens and getting online and realizing there was actually like a community of that thing, I was like, oh, okay, this could be a lot more than just a niche interest. This could, you know, be a more substantial part of my life and there's uh, other people to enjoy it with as well so that was definitely a thing
1: yeah it's it's interesting uh, the more people you can find the more people you can engage with when it comes to these niche interests it's always interesting to hear their perspectives and uh, at least for me mm-hmm. hmm. so I know this is kind of a bizarre question you could say but what would you say defines inflation fur to you?
0: That's uh, very much a broad term that applies to, you know, all manner of different folks, but at least in my head, it's just simply anyone who's a fur who likes inflation, be that mm-hmm. uh blowing up or other people or just being into balloons, pool toys, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's a big yeah. tent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> big tent for sure. Um it's interesting that it's, for fat furs, it's like way more of a more specific kind of niche, but inflation furs, there's there's such a broad range, it's hard to like even, uh, I, I guess fat furs is like a really easy term to say, but inflation furs, I'm like, isn't there an easier way? Like, would it be blimp furs? Would it be, wh- what would you say could be like an easy kind of term to reference?
0: Yeah, inflatable furs works, or just, uh the inflation fandom, because there's so many sub-genres within the pool toy fandom, people who are just into balloons, Mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of stuff, and yeah, I get you with the terminology, because I'm also in the fat community, obviously.
1: Mm -hmm. It was actually an interesting experience when I found out that, like, there was a uh, subsection of inflation furs who weren't specifically into uh, like, their characters getting big or other characters getting big. They just like big balloons. Mm -hmm. It was was an interesting day when I saw that. I'm like, I did not know people just liked balloons.
0: Yeah, it's a sensory thing Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Same goes with pool toys. They're not necessarily in it for a kink or anything Mm -hmm. like that. They merely like the feel, the sound, uh, sometimes even the smell. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is, it gives them comfort.
1: Yeah, which is, oddly enough, kind of a weird uh, difference to Fat Fur content, because the more I've gone through uh, Fat Fur stuff, there's kind of a small line or connection, you could say, between it and more NSFW content, but you find, a, at least from what I've seen, you tend to find a lot of inflation-first stuff line uh, aligns more with uh, safer work content.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of a line there I've seen with a lot of folks uh, lean a lot more towards at least PG, if not completely G-rated stuff in the inflation community.
1: Mm -hmm. I think uh, from what I remember, the biggest name in that uh, Blue, I've only ever seen him do more like very safe work content.
0: Oh, Blue? Yeah. He tends to lean a little bit more in that direction.
1: Gotcha. Well, speaking of other people, is there anything or anybody who kind of inspires you nowadays for what you do or what you do online?
0: Uh, there's uh, honestly too many people to count. I've run into so many folks over the years, and uh, there's so many newer and older creative types doing all manner of interesting things across like so many mediums these days, just from visual art to writing and now getting into 3d stuff and animations and vr content
1: mm-hmm. it's you're absolutely right there's always new people and I, I had mentioned this on a kind of a passing thing but what i want to start doing with this podcast is first just interact with all the people that have been here for like a decade or more within these communities because otherwise it's just going to end up where like episode 12 i'm talking to someone with like three followers who nobody's ever heard of before
0: yep nothing wrong with that folks gotta get their names out there sometimes
1: yeah i absolutely agree that there's there's nothing wrong with people coming on this show i think it's it's for everyone it's just why not talk to the people who have been here the longest who can give the most uh to discuss about but that actually brings up a good question from what I looked into on episode two, you were connected to a website called inflatablefurs.com. I could not get uh much I could not look much into that because it seems the website's down. So what you what could you tell us about the website?
0: Yeah, it was um something I hadn't even refreshed my memory on because it's been gone for a while now. But the site kind of came up as a project after another older site. Went away that was called the Inflation Nation. And mm-hmm. uh, it was primarily a forum, but it also had a gallery. And uh, it was made by Alcora, uh, who mm-hmm. also initially made for Affinity back in the day before it uh, changed hands and went through a myriad of different revisions. But unlike FA, at least from what I remember, the primary idea was that it was a forum with a gallery not a gallery with a forum mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of filled the niche of like day to day communication that a lot of people enjoyed at the time before uh social media really got heavy mm-hmm. but this was like in the early 2010s at the time and i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the site's been uh dead and gone since uh the mid 2010s
1: Yeah, from uh, looking at Wikifur, it seems that uh, Inflatable Furs um, was closed about mid-2010, so 2015, and it was opened in 2007.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: And you were a moderator on that website. I
0: believe that was the official title I had at the time. I helped with some forum moderation, if memory serves. And I kind of helped with like initial testing and uh making sure it worked. There were a bunch of us uh helping out Elcora at the time just to make sure the place actually functioned and then trying to keep an eye on it
1: hmm and would you say it was a a positive experience while you were there like was there any kind of uh exciting, funny, memorable moments you had while you were there?
0: at least over there it was pretty decent. I don't remember anything specifically, like, out of the ordinary or, uh, crazy that happened. But yeah, it was, uh, overall a pretty good site at the time. It just, uh, you know, faded away, as some things do.
1: Yeah, it's it's the unfortunate reality that a lot of these older websites will just kind of fade away, um, like, for example, when I started off with episode one, I talked about uh, the roundhouse, mm-hmm. um, which I think would be fitting your definition of an image gallery, but with like a forum, which I don't know, did it ever have a forum? I don't think the
0: roundhouse did. Um, Macrofile did. And that mm-hmm. one had uh, the free inflation pages tied to it, plus a bunch of other ones. But uh, the roundhouse was its own beast. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah man it's it's so I guess like I, I'm kind of tying back into episode one and the whole thing here it's interesting that I'm getting to talk with uh people to archive these things because th- if you go on places like uh, the wikifer uh, a page for this, sure it'll tell you some stuff, but it's only like you scroll down and it just goes to your references being able to actually talk with people like you who were there is interesting so. One thing that actually did, uh, get pulled up, um, apparently the Inflatable Furs, uh, hub uh, was mentioned on Something Awful. Were you ever, do you ever remember anything about that? I think it came up at one point, but,
0: uh, I don't really remember it as being another, or, or rather anything other than, um, you know, oh, look, the SA people are being trolls again. You know, let's <laughs> just, uh... Be aware of that. And I think it was yeah. noted down somewhere or another that we restricted membership for a while, but I don't yeah. recall it causing too much drama.
1: Yeah, it seems from what uh the archive here says that it was like generally nobody was like upset about it, but at some point the forums were member only. hmm But so my assumption is there wasn't much of a major uh, in- inflation history that came from that website. It was more just a uh, more of just a discuss- discussion forum that people used until bigger platforms became available.
0: Yeah, kind of uh, just off the top of my head started off more as an expansion to what the inflation nation used to be, but <laughs> uh, people kept using FA and people kept using other sites and uh Yeah, I guess eventually it just really wasn't needed anymore.
1: I got you. And you said you were around for the Inflation Nation?
0: Yeah, I was around for the Inflation Nation. I was one of the early users when FA was first launching. I was on the FIP pages, Macrofile, Lavadom 5, all kinds Mm -hmm. of fun stuff.
1: Yeah, well well then if... uh, I'm going to say just I and make it more easier. For uh, i n and your experiences, what would you say happened over there? Generally,
0: it was pretty heavy on the forum use. There was a lot of daily conversation, a lot of uh, at the time fairly interesting, like active group role play was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people would have uh, basically an RP thread going on in a forum, and everyone would take turns replying and. We just yes. knit together a big story over the course of weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember doing uh, similar stuff like that when I would do like text-based roleplay stuff with online friends, where someone would start uh, like open RP, insert random things here, and then people would just reply with a little text blurb of their character, and eventually it would develop like devolve into chaos where people going left and right. You don't you don't know who's talking to who at one point. <laughs>
0: It was pretty much the forum equivalent to what we did on Furry Muck. <laughs> well, t- tell me about that. then. I'd-, I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, Furry Muck and similar things to it were also just like big group open role play. Everybody was generally in character. And uh, it also had, you know, a bit of the old text adventure type thing going uh... on, because you could navigate from place to place and the the Muck would tell you what was going on and what was there. Mm -hmm. and uh yeah people just basically used it as a chat room where everyone was usually in character
1: gotcha i think there was one website i uh looked at in episode two but i'll have to come back to it um but speaking of diversions i guess you could say i wanted to take a little quick pause and hit you with some uh some random questions you would not be prepared for, I I do this to all the guests, or I hit them with random quote-unquote debate topics, but they're, like, super simple, would you rather. Mm-hmm. Um, So, let me ask you some questions here. First question, milk or, uh, milk or cereal, which comes first?
0: Uh, cereal, whenever I all eat right. it, which is very infrequently.
1: Gotcha. All right. Second question. How many cups and bowls are in your bedroom right now? Um, one. Ah, okay. So you're a lot more clean than I guess some other people would be. Yeah, I try anyways. I've got like four cups in my room, but that's because three of them are filled with like pins and pencils. Yeah, I've just got my water cup on the go. Huh. Same here. Um. Okay, last quick question. Uh, how many licks would it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Ah, uh, the world may never know. Ah, you got me there. Alright. I wasn't expecting that answer. But all right. Um so I think the old websites I was thinking about, um one was called Zaftig and mm-hmm. one was called Blimpt. Hmm. Don't know if you know uh if if you had much history with those. I don't think I ever went on blimped,
0: but um I remember uh was Zatfig, I forget how it was pronounced.
1: It but, seems yeah it I, was uh yeah, it was seems it was spelled uh Z-A-F-T-I-G.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that was kind of uh similar in scope to the roundhouse. Uh mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I seem to recall spending more time at the Roundhouse.
1: Mm-hmm. So you would say that, like, the Roundhouse was a big uh, kind of place you frequented?
0: Yep. It and the Inflation Nation were definitely uh, up there in places I was at fairly frequently (laughs) back in my uh, earlier years, including uh, Macrophile and uh, Lavadome 5.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, then... Considering you've been around with many different websites, what are your thoughts about uh, these communities? Do you think things have improved over time, gotten worse? How would you say things have changed?
0: Oh yeah, everything's generally gotten better, especially in you know the, some of the sub-interest genres like uh, fat and inflation and everything. Um, you know, back when I was new, there always seemed to be kind of an element of taboo. Uh, Mm -hmm. somewhat less so for fat, but it was, like, super taboo for all things inflation. But, um, yeah, I remember, like, big and wide dragons were rare and now they're common, and (laughs) uh, inflatable and pool toy characters were extremely rare and uh, almost kept uh, just under wraps, but now they're more common and people don't see them you know, as inherently kinky anymore. They're just normal.
1: Yeah, that that is kind of interesting to think about how when you talk to people who aren't within these communities, they always lump it all into just inflation fetish when Mm -hmm. there's so many different like niches and subsections of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's also funny when I find uh, people who don't know much about it who talk about fat furs and talk about them as like inflation stuff? Because like that's not that's not even the same thing. <laughs> yep, similar but not really the same thing. Yeah, but you know we've we've been kind of speeding through these questions. Um, I guess if you want to take the floor, uh, do you have any advice for others in the community? Uh,
0: generally, to just you know keep on doing what you're doing. There's more folks coming up all the time that uh, like what we're all about, so we must be doing something right. And you know, there's uh no wrong way to enjoy things. Just you know, have fun and uh don't hurt anybody and other than that we're all good.
1: Totally. It for me I I've I found that like just talking with people it's the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good dialogues, always positive. Totally. Well, any final thoughts or questions from you, or should I end it here? Uh, Nothing immediately
0: off the cuff. If uh, you got anything else you want to know about from ye olden days or things that are going on right now, I suppose now's the time.
1: Gotcha. Nothing comes to mind for me, but if other people have questions, where do you think they could find you?
0: I'm on FA, they can always hit me up there, and uh, I'm on Discord and uh, Telegram, I'm usually invisible in both places, because I'm either working or away from the computer. But yeah, I'm all over the place. Gotcha.
1: Well, it has certainly been a wonderful experience, but I'm going to say to the people at home, we come to a close for today's episode. If you'd like to keep up to date with any future podcast episodes, you can check us out over at SoundCloud and YouTube. Or if you have any questions you want to contact us about, you can shoot me an email over at lococo.hpf at gmail.com. With all that said, thank you for coming, and I hope you have a fat and happy day. Till next time.